0: Nicole, that party was amazing. <laughs> Holy fuck.
1: Thank you. Thank you for coming.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nicole, uh, my guest for the week, uh, who is also at University of Michigan right now, she she threw this crazy like New Year's Eve 2.0 party. Yeah. 2020
1: hindsight bias.
0: Yeah. Because um, like, nobody, well, not all of us were in town mm-hmm. uh, during the actual New Year's. And so it was fun. Uh, there was little champagne jellos. lot of glitter actually
1: yeah it was mandatory glitter and we had people who were enforcing the rules
0: (laughs) who was you were enforcing the rules somewhat
1: oh no actually that was ford wanted to put glitter on people Mm -hmm. and then he was like nicole told me to go around and put glitter on people, (laughs) and i was just like no not true don't don't put you know words in my mouth as i say there are worse things
0: Um, no, I actually, like, really would have liked to do, like, I was considering doing a whole glitter makeup sort of, sort of thing. I've seen, like, pictures, and I'm like, that looks pretty cool, actually. I would do that if I had, like, the the materials for that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I need, like, a professional in order to fully glitter it up,
1: I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not the best at makeup. I was good at makeup in 2012 when I graduated high school, Mm -hmm. and then since then I have not invested... The time and YouTube yeah. tutorials. Hey, you
0: look great. I mean, oh, thank you. you know, whatever whatever makeup you want to put on is great. Actually, you, you told me uh, when I was like, somebody said, Nicole, you don't have any glitter on. And then I said, no, she does.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Because I had to be very observant um, because when my girlfriend is wearing makeup. I like to mm-hmm. point out like, hey, something's different about you today.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know, people, supposedly. This is a big
1: quality. That was I was yeah. like, you can tell Kevin's the only... Bioinformatics boy with a girlfriend.
0: and at least in our small group yeah, that, that, that we are like, in. In all
1: the whole field.
0: In the whole field, <laughs> if you are in bioinformatics, you're like a, a monk, basically.
1: <laughs> you're celibate
0: for life. <laughs> only, only have time for your uh, computer. Yeah. Um. So this is thirty six. The podcast in which we, uh, in which I invite guests uh, to talk every week about one of thirty six questions that are meant to get us closer to one another. Uh, and by the end of this episode, we're going to be best friends with each other. Um, you've been kind of like a longtime listener. Uh, yeah. Yeah, whenever I see you in class, like, really, I just listen to the most recent episode. And I'm always very flattered by that.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan. I think it's really good to support anyone who's willing to take a risk, like doing their own podcast and... I don't think this is the case for 36, but there are plenty of people out there putting media out there that no one listens to. Mm -hmm. Like my brother, who's a DJ and makes his own music. I don't think people listen to like the songs he makes. You got to send me the links. I don't even listen. (gasps) Yikes. Yeah, but I can find his SoundCloud and send it to you. I have a SoundCloud We'll do a plug for DJ Stealth.
0: (laughs) DJ Stealth, I love him. Yeah um well thank you i mean hopefully the the, the listeners grows as we as we continue um the question we're talking about today is what are you most grateful for i actually originally planned to record this episode for thanksgiving since that oh, kind of yeah. makes sense but you didn't show up at my house for thanksgiving
1: i was not invited
0: you were didn't you get my email
1: oh okay oh, wow. just kidding.
0: must have gone to spam or something <laughs> Um, but I can go first. Uh, okay, I think you know mix it. Up. I usually let my, let my guests go first, but I want to, you know, be selfish today. Um, so what I'm grateful for, I I really didn't want to give a cliche answer because I feel like people often say the sort of the same thing, like friends, family, food, you know, blah blah. blah. Those Which, are
1: my top three.
0: I mean, it's not like a bad answer. No, I'm just kidding. And yeah. I mean, that's kind of like my answer yeah. in a way. I just like want to flesh out exactly. Why those things make me so grateful for them? Why they're so Mm -hmm. special? And so I thought, what are like the qualities I like most in a in a friend or a person in general? And so I'm thinking, the people who are like there for you when like you're most down and like will like drop the things Mm -hmm. in their that are going on in their life just like to talk to to you for like a few minutes, you know, like listen to you. Fantastic people. Mm -hmm. Uh, The people who are like super patient with me because I like am like very dumb sometimes and, like, don't know, like...
1: I got
0: it. No, it's true. Like, <laughs> you should have seen me in class today. It's terrible. Um, but the people who, like, want to... who are patient with you and, like, as many questions as you ask, they'll take their time to explain mm-hmm. it. And if, like, I don't understand it right away and I keep asking the same thing over and over again, they'll, like, try to help me as much as possible. Yeah. I think those are, like, the kind of qualities I like in a friend. Like, patience, um, loyalty, those sort of things. And in that way... I, I want to just say I'm grateful for friends. I'm grateful for people in general who kind of exemplify the characteristics. Because even if I don't know them, they're like friends for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like those people exist in the world, uh, I think is fantastic. Do you have anybody like that in your life?
1: I do. I'm trying to think of who's a good example. I am someone who, if I don't understand something one way, I'm not going to. Like, you have to explain it another way. Mm-hmm. Which I think is why... I struggle with chemistry and i'm nervous about biochem is because like some people are just like all right these are orbitals fine that's important because of electronegativity i got mm. it whereas like i don't get it and then i have to like look up a different way or find mm. someone who can explain it so i've had different professors i think dr guest is really good mm. at explaining things multiple ways and he is so patient and really giving with his time like he offered to help me with a summer project, he's like, there's these other people who are way better than me, but like if you're afraid to talk to them or they're busy, I can also help you. I just have to look at all the stuff. So I think he's like at least a professional person who's like that. Yeah, I've
0: actually never talked to Steven Guest before, but I've heard great things about him from other people. And yeah. I'm probably going to go to his uh, little seminars so I can talk to him there.
1: Yeah, I think he'd really appreciate it. He is really encouraging, so... Mm. Um, when I was applying, he looked at my resume and was like, yeah, this is what we want. Like if I ever <laughs> yeah, need- Yeah, you're
0: like, fuck, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> Just tears it off. It's like, nobody else needs to look at him now.
1: <laughs> Don't apply anywhere else. Yeah. No, he's really good. And he has like a personality that when he gets excited, you can get excited. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm also grateful for like professors like that who have like personalities and like who like really want to be like friendly with you.
1: Yeah.
0: Which again, what I'm saying is people, like professors, like friends- yeah who are like this uh are fantastic what are you thankful for in life
1: well believe it or not mine is people centered too okay of course so this is like so i'm 26 and i had i thought you were
0: 21
1: oh my god lma wrinkle cream shout out (laughs) no i don't i don't put on wrinkle cream no lma lma (laughs) LMA? (laughs) not not fancy (laughs) like from the drugstore no i i don't use um wrinkle cream but i should i do do, do you, or do I use you?
0: I use moisturizer. Okay. Yeah, because my skin apparently got like super dry, especially during the winter. Mhm. Um. So then I got some uh some free moisturizer from somebody.
1: Mhm.
0: And it's done wonders.
1: What are they like? I think you would like this. Please use it.
0: I mean, it was it was my girlfriend who was oh. like, "Hey, this doesn't work for me. Maybe it works for you, and it does oh, work okay. for me." So yeah. I have like some, oh. which apparently oh. is a very good brand.
1: I would not shut down a sponsorship, but I don't know who they
0: are. Oh, sorry, I should like leave that out. Actually, huh?
1: that's like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, I'll do that post post production. Until
1: they until they pay you. Starting school at U of M was really good and encouraging, and I have more friends, but not just that. I have like a different quality in my friends. So I'm with people who have the similar drive to continue education or go back to school. And so I'm thankful and grateful that I'm surrounded by these encouraging people. So somewhat similar to yours. And I did look up a quote. but I A oh, quotation? Quote. Yeah. Holy. Okay. So did you ever read Into the Wild?
0: I have not. Is that uh, Jack London?
1: Um, I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we can edit it out. We don't know who wrote it. But it's the story of Chris... McCandless. Oh, wait, McCandless. wait, wait, I
0: totally fucking know this book. I read it in high school, yes. Okay.
1: So I read it in high school. I've always wanted to be, like, independent and alone. And then, like, I'm a triplet, so I never was alone. Like, my whole life. Even before my life started. Crowded. Yeah. Situation. So then, when I read that book, there's one of the last things he writes is that happiness is only true when shared. Mm-hmm. You're familiar? I am familiar. And I completely understand that. Like, the last couple years... They've not been terrible. I've always had a home and clothes and food and other things to be grateful for, but I feel this different energy being back in school and surrounded by other people and meeting new people and learning about places like Taiwan. I've gotten a crash course from Hank, so um, their lottery is really cool. uh,
0: How does the lottery in Taiwan work?
1: They have a system where when you get a receipt, it enters you into the lottery. Like receipt
0: for like like... you
1: buy an apple and then that's also a lottery ticket. Oh, so then like people are playing the lottery all the time. Yeah, and then like Dawei knows some people who have won. It like blew his mind. He was like, "I can't believe you care about the Taiwanese lottery." I was like, "This is awesome because I would never buy a lottery ticket." Yeah, but you would bet your best that I would have all my receipts in order Mm. and know all the money I spend at Jimmy John's.
0: Oh, you like Jimmy John's? I do. My roommate loves Jimmy John's.
1: Is he in the rewards program?
0: Uh, probably. He goes there very often. Yeah. Yeah. If you look in our, uh, our trash can, you'll see Jimmy John's wrapper, actually. <laughs> What's your favorite sandwich at Jimmy John's?
1: So I'm pretty boring. I get the turkey tom. Turkey
0: tom is great.
1: I don't eat red meat or pork. Okay. So I'm limited. Mm-hmm. And tuna salad is like, it's good there, but it's, you know, oh. it's so cheap to make at home that I can't justify
0: Oh, okay. You gotta teach me how to make tuna salad. I've never made it before.
1: It's really easy. It's okay. like...
0: Can we be cooking buddies?
1: Yeah, I cook a lot. Okay. As as you saw the soup.
0: Yeah, no, uh, Nicole brought me like this fantastic soup that I have yet to taste, but I'm yeah. sure it looks really good, actually. It's a
1: tofu tortilla soup.
0: Yeah, and you made a to- tofu because you didn't know if I was vegetarian or not, and very considerate, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm also trying to eat less meat. I am too. So, for... The whole world overall i've actually been lusting my meat for four years now
0: that's impressive so. are you successful in that endeavor
1: yes until i started dating evan oh, okay and then he eats meat like all the time yeah and i eat meat with him
0: But so. at the very least you cut out red meat which yeah yeah is is good for you um so do you feel like that being uh in our program
1: yeah
0: i mean like do they like kind of like like motivate you i mean like do you think that if you were like at some place like where people kinda of, like hated going to school and you would still feel like that drive to t- drive to drive to learn?
1: I would. I think. I wouldn't have gone back to school if I didn't feel that drive to learn. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit I grew up in a very competitive family. So it'd almost be better if the people not better, but it would be very driving if the people hated it. Cause I could show them like, this mm-hmm. is me loving it every day. And you could be this happy if you just showed up and loved it. But Luckily, everyone, they just bring so much more energy and they've been so forthcoming with helping and giving me like almost tutoring. Like Summer was a huge help in the first half of bioinformatics and would explain things to me. And she was very patient, like we had been saying. And sometimes she would give examples like she'd be like, oh, this is like this in Linux if I didn't understand it. Linux being
0: an operating system.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, which I was a tiny bit more familiar with than Python at least. So it was a it was a help. But I'm not sure it's that and then I think it's also it was like a big like confidence to get into a program after like I had applied to medical school and I didn't get in, which I'd never really had that experience and so that was hard. So I felt like all in all, like every day I can go to class and be like, I'm Nicole and I'm happy to be here <laughs>
0: that's so that's so heartwarming actually i love that um do you think that in the future when you when you graduate from this program you'll want to be in a similar environment still
1: i don't know i think that's something that brings people to want to go to startups Mm -hmm. because they're like okay everyone's made a choice and everyone's proven themselves in some way and pushed themselves to be better i don't know that i would go to a startup i'm not opposed to the idea but there is security in going to a company like Illumina where you're like, all right, I'm one of many people and I don't feel all this pressure. And I know some people don't feel like they grow from that. So most of my electrical engineering friends, have watched them graduate, go to a company like Ford or GM and then either go back to school or go to a startup.
0: Because they found it like more fulfilling and more
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of like, I mean, I love... The one time I, that I was in a startup, um, mm-hmm. I really loved it because I feel like you actually get to make a difference. Yeah. Um, and I mean, when I was in the startup, I was kind of like helping it get off its feet, I suppose. Uh, and so hopefully, although I haven't confirmed with them, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that the work I did was uh, good enough that they're using it still today, which cannot always be said about yeah. you know, the big companies that you go to.
1: Of course. That's great.
0: We're both thankful for the people in our lives, essentially. Mm-hmm. Let's look what Instagram had to say.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: which I already know the answer is quite similar but there are actually a couple um, new answers out there person one said having good people around me Mm. I'm grateful for such supportive friends and family Uh, this person said my wife oh which are you married
1: (laughs) no I'm, I'm not oh damn I have a boyfriend so I don't have a wife but I would love one I think they do great things wives are great
0: women in general great even if they're not wives (laughs) Yeah, no, i was just surprised because like i'm at that age where like some people are already getting married yeah and i was just like oh shoot i haven't talked to this person since middle school but they have a wife and that's super cool
1: yeah i was talking to one of my best friends cameron and his wedding was my favorite wedding i've ever Mm -hmm. gone to and i was asking him about being married versus being in a relationship because him and his girl or his wife sarah had dated For a couple years, and I was like, "So, what's the time commitment difference?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" And I was saying, like, you know, you have like eight hours of course week at work, you have fifteen hours of homework, you have forty hours of work, and like, how many hours of wife time? Like, what is the (laughs) time commitment to being married? And he's like, "No, this is not how this works."
0: Is it sort of just like a like a thing? He couldn't explain.
1: I don't know. Like, I feel like it would be almost. Less work, relationship-wise. Oh, you mean
0: to like keep it together? Yeah,
1: like how many hours a week are you actively being a boyfriend? I forgot your girlfriend's name.
0: Uh, her name is Victoria. Victoria. Yeah, <gasps> such a good name. Yeah, I know, beautiful, right? Queen Victoria, yeah. as they say. Um, I'd say about. Oh, by the way, this was a joke because Hank calls Elizabeth my actual girlfriend's name. He calls oh. her Victoria because they both have multiple syllables to them hank yeah i know <laughs> it's funny though i never heard that that reasoning applied to her name before or any yeah her but name. her name
1: could be nicole melissa melinda victoria
0: Bethany.
1: yeah Bethany. but emily,
0: emily emily that's only three victoria emily I think
1: it's... oh it is three i thought it was two
0: yeah. M- emily, emily emily
1: <laughs> she's oh it's three okay so not yeah some Elizabeth
0: four syllables so yeah. anything that was four syllables or above would have qualified.
1: This explains the food that Hank eats. He's like vegetable, oh, <laughs> carbohydrates. <laughs> They're the same. He just
0: eats <laughs> salads, as far as I know.
1: Yeah, grape <laughs> salads.
0: Um, what okay. On the Insta. Uh, one person said family wholesome dog my dog.
1: Oh, did, yeah. was that me? Did I write it?
0: No, no, it was okay. um, somebody else I know, uh, my godfather's daughter. Oh. Yeah, but she has a dog uh, named Paxton Corgi, oh.
1: you know,
0: very cute. Um, but you also have a dog, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming you love this dog very much.
1: Yeah, my dog is my buddy. That's someone I should be grateful for because <laughs> she hangs out with me all the time since she doesn't have another choice Mm -hmm. and it's been good for me i'm sure i'm sure
0: she's willing to spend time with you
1: yeah oh yeah she it was good for me when applying to schools because i was like okay even if i move to this place like i know at least i'll have my dog Mm -hmm. there and during the past couple years with leaving undergrad and then living abroad for a year and then moving back here there's been very little consistency in who i spend my time Mm with so just knowing that i'll have this little four-legged buddy to hang out with me and stay up with me when I can't sleep or be lazy when I sleep in has been really good.
0: I think pets are a sort of constancy
1: in our lives for
0: at least a a period of time.
1: Yeah. I
0: think think it'd be great to have a dog because I mean, I at least like would want the responsibility of like walking outside. Yeah. I think it better my life in that way too.
1: I would say over the last, um, I've had Miva over just over a year, maybe a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. There's been many days that I'm outside in the rain and in the cold that otherwise I would be Mm. under a blanket.
0: All because of Miva. Yeah. Why did you name her Miva?
1: So it's actually in Iceland right before I got her. Mm. And they had this area called Lake Mivatan area. And we were so excited. And we told everyone on our trip, like, we're going to go see Lake Mivatan. And we thought it would be this, like, calm and relaxing time. We even went to the hot... Hot springs in Lake Mevatan, and they were having an an unusually windy day. But they mm-hmm. gave us a discount, asked us for sure if we wanted to go, <laughs> and they were not warm. <laughs> You're they are like were freezing. The, cold. These
0: springs are not hot. They're are yeah. cold springs. You will you will freeze. It was, and we will have to amputate.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were basically like, "Please go home," and we're like, "We journeyed all the way around the exterior of Iceland to make it to." This area. And then we found out Lake Mývatn is actually pronounced Myva because in Icelandic, M-Y-V-A-T-N. The T-N just guides which A sound you put. Oh. So her full name, I still call her Mývatn if she's misbehaving. Oh, that's and her full name. Yeah. She, she'll like freeze if you call her that. She's <laughs> like, oh no, I'm in trouble.
0: There's a uh, uh, an interview that Conan did. He went to Iceland. Uh, oh, did he? In oh. the midst of... Conan O'Brien. Yeah, Conan O'Brien. You know Conan.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, in the midst of Trump wanting to buy out Iceland, he went there to see what the people were like.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: is actually on a, uh, a news uh, segment. And so he's like reading off it to, uh, off the prompter. Uh-huh. And it's all in like Icelandic. Yeah. And it's just like three to six minutes of like him butchering the, the language oh. terribly. It's hilarious though.
1: I uh, tried to learn some Icelandic before I went. Yeah. So I learned help which is hi-oop. hi hi is but i like to say it like you're falling <laughs> yeah like, like down i would be falling pit. if yeah, i needed yeah. help so i told someone i was like the only things i've learned is how to say help and thank you and then oh wonderful wonderful is endursliga
0: endursliga yeah
1: so my friend and i would like people would talk to us in icelandic and they wouldn't know that i'm not icelandic yeah um but being fair-skinned and blonde people assume i'm from whatever country i'm in and will just talk to me and so then whatever they would say to me i'd go and just like her. and they'd immediately know i wasn't <laughs> but they would laugh because would be like if you were like are you lost and then they just say wonderful <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> a complete non-psycho Hey, you tried mm? um yeah. you know the capital
1: Ah, uh, Reykjavik.
0: there you go I had to learn all the capitals of all the countries mm-hmm. back in high school. I did always, you? Yeah. I learned I for a while, I knew all of them. And
1: where did you go to high school?
0: Western Reserve Academy in Hudson, Ohio.
1: Oh, I always forget you're from Ohio. Yeah. We did not learn about other countries really that much. And the most bizarre thing, I taught English in Spain, mm-hmm. and everyone thought I was from London because I spoke English. And I showed them on the map, like on... um. The Google, like, when you zoom out all the way in, it's a globe. I showed them the entire other side of the globe.
0: Uh, You mean the other side of the plane that we live on?
1: Yeah. And they had never seen it. Wow. Second graders. They were like, what?
0: (laughs) There's, like, a whole, like, another half of the world that you had to see. That's funny. And you pointed to America and...
1: Yeah, and then I showed them like how big America is in reference to Spain, mm-hmm. and, like how big Michigan is, and then I showed them all the brands from Michigan, like Kellogg's and Domino's, and oh, all these they're from Michigan that they hadn't had yet, mm-hmm. or that they had had and they didn't know what it was from. Oh, Okay. And then when the Olympics were happening, they're getting really upset because they were like Nicole's country is winning all the <laughs> medals. And I was like, Oh no, hey,
0: American number one, right?
1: Yeah, I was like, I think you guys are gonna have a tough time. Yeah, you. <laughs> U.S.A. <laughs> yeah,
0: there are some big spikes on the recording just now. From that. Yeah. The second part of the segment the, of the podcast, I like to expand on the question a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you see my
0: Instagram story? Because you follow my Instagram.
1: You have to be more specific.
0: More specific.
1: Which your Instagram story today?
0: No, it was a few days ago when I was collecting information. the The question was, what are like the small things in life that you're grateful for?
1: oh okay
0: yeah which cause, i mean you know people are fantastic but i'm not always gonna be about, around people yeah and i feel like these like little things that we're grateful for also mm-hmm. amount to like you know a significant portion of yeah our happiness so i don't know if you have any right off the bat but i have a couple okay and i have too many honestly to talk about on this podcast without like stifling your opinion okay which matters more so i'll just give you a list okay and you can you can just like ask me to explain a few of them. Whatever you find interesting. Oh,
1: okay. We'll say, why are you thankful for cuddlers in New York?
0: Mm. So, I read a long time ago in the New York Times that there are these, uh, what are they called? Cuddle cafes? Not a cafe, necessarily. It's like people's apartments, basically. Okay. But like these are like professional cuddlers. They're yeah. trained to cuddle uh, to provide you with the maximum amount of dopamine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... Not that, like, I would need to go to them uh, because I can cuddle with a variety of objects around my house, like my my futon, for example. Very comfortable, (laughs) apparently. Um, But for people who, you know, want to cuddle but don't really have anybody that they would dare to ask to cuddle with, I think it's a great opportunity for them Uh, because, I mean, it just feels good, right? Uh, Just to be, like, held by somebody or to hold somebody and... You know, just have some pillow talk or whatever.
1: But do you think you could do that with a stranger? A stranger? It feels, to me, very intimate.
0: Is it a hot stranger? <laughs> if they're at least, like a, like, a six, I think I'd go for it.
1: I think the hotter a stranger is, the harder it would be to cuddle with them. Really? Because you'd just be thinking about, like, oh, God. I don't know. Jeez. the whole thought What do you mean? Insecure. I guess I can't imagine. Maybe I should take it back. I don't know what type of stranger i'd feel comfortable cuddling with
0: that's true maybe it's more like um like a non-scary person somebody yeah means, like a non-creepy person right? yeah okay i wouldn't want to cuddle with a creeper but if they were like very like welcoming and they're just like
1: i could cuddle with like someone who looks like they're someone's like aunt susan yeah and they'd give you a hug <clears throat> and you would just be Aww. completely wrapped up and she'd that's be cute. like that's cute I already made cookies. Oh, we will have cookies on later. One. Damn. <laughs> yeah.
0: Doesn't that verge on like creepy that's though? Almost okay, creepy. that's almost I feel creepy. like you can't
1: find a non. I don't want to offend the cuddlers of New York, but yeah. I feel like there's. These people right. are meeting you more than 50% of the way.
0: As in, you think like they are having to like put themselves out there more than the person who wants the cuddles? Or? I think
1: like there's somebody who's saying, I'm comfortable cuddling you. Mm-hmm. So they're already. Yeah, like, they're building a bridge. They're very open to connecting.
0: Right, and at least if you're, like, paying for this professional cuddling session, then hopefully you're open to it.
1: How do you... What if you went on a first date with someone, and then they told you that their position, their job is professional professional cuddling?
0: That's chill. I mean, I think it's a little more uh, subdued example of, like, somebody who's a porn star or whatever, like, in the sex industry. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, as long as, like, nothing, like, weird happens, like... You're doing business, and you know how to keep, like, your, like, romantic side out of your business, hopefully.
1: Do you think that they would not cuddle with you?
0: After the first... Well, I guess it depends how the first date went, right?
1: Yeah. But, I mean, if you're cuddling all day, and then you... Your husband comes home, or your wife comes home, and they're just, like, ugh. I'm, like, so poofed out I'm, of cuddling. I need to stand here alone.
0: Then i feel be, like, that's fair, you know? You take your time. Yeah. I mean, there's, like physical cuddling and then there's verbal cuddling right
1: oh in which you
0: say like uh little little sweet nothings to each other and words of affirmation yeah i think that's pretty good too right
1: i should be thankful for verbal cuddling Mm -hmm. but i'm also like i used to shut down evan a lot Mm and in our start of our relationship like he would be like set Mm -hmm. up for like a perfect compliment and i would just be like what
0: you see this is why it's so hard to be with girls sometimes because we try to be nice <laughs> to them it's yeah. like like shut the fuck up like what are you doing
1: yeah, you that's know? what he would be like he'd be like nicole that was like the perfect but i think also because we were friends for so long mm-hmm. and he used to like really make fun of me mm-hmm. i mean in a nice way but oh, like okay. he would still make fun of me i think so kevin or evan sorry or kevin yeah um evan would call me like one of the boys a lot. Like he like, just one be of the boys. Out. Yeah, he'd be like, tonight now we're only hanging out with the boys. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I can go home. And he's like, Oh no no, no you don't count <laughs> as a girl.
0: <laughs> I think it's it's um I have one friend who like really wants to be a part of the boys. Yeah. And so she's just like Saturday they're just for the boys and I keep telling her, you can't just say you're a boy, you have to like you have to like be a boy. You have to like your actions will yeah. make you a boy.
1: So then I would try this is like when I was seventeen. And I'd try to be girly, and I'd wear, like, a cute top, and he'd be like, what is this top? This is yeah. a weird top. You have something on your lips, like, what wow, is is that Vaseline? <laughs> and I'd be like, no, <laughs> Maybelline. <laughs> so why are you thankful for loofahs?
0: Loofahs? Uh, because I didn't know, well, I knew they existed. I didn't know, like, how good they were until I used one for the first time. And I'm like, wow! I can like use a minimal amount of soap and soap my whole body.
1: Oh, so this is a financial.
0: This is a financial thing, but also like it does such a good job. Of... Is
1: it exfoliating? Yeah,
0: yeah. Have
1: you experienced a pumice stone?
0: The the what stone? A
1: pumice stone. Is
0: that a combination of hummus and something that starts with a P? <laughs>
1: yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, he's gonna think hummus. Oh, of course. Pumice is a volcanic rock, and you can use them to get the dry skin off your feet. Interesting. Which, I don't know if you struggle with that, but
0: I... Um, not really. My feet are fine. When when I was a kid, my feet were, like, super gross. Oh. Well. I need to go to a dermatologist and get oh. steroids because, like, my foot was, like, really fucked up.
1: Yeah. That's why you're so buff now.
0: Excuse me? Because the steroids... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was getting buff as, like, a 12-year-old. Not like... your hard
1: work and dedication. Yeah. yeah.
0: no. Absolutely none of that.
1: So why do you have fake dogs on your list?
0: Because you have a fake dog whose That's name in, is...
1: In reference to my fake yeah. dog? Yeah. <laughs> You just did. You do that just because I?
0: Yeah, uh, I probably would not have brought it up on a if I had filmed this episode <laughs> with somebody else. Actually, maybe I would have. I would have explained the whole situation.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Nicole has this cute stuffed dog named Omar mm-hmm. that resembles Miva, the real dog. Yeah. So they're so similar. In fact, I often get them confused and will pick up uh, Omar <laughs> and just uh, is Omar a girl?
1: No. So Omar was a gift. When I wasn't ready to have my own border collie, someone gave me, like, a replica border collie. And it's actually kind of small, but Miva's small too. Uh, So Omar usually makes an appearance at parties, and then, like, Miva beats him up. Oh. Even when she was, like, a seven-pound dog, she would just, like, knock him over. Like, I'd tell her, go get Omar, and she'd just...
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is why you need me to protect Omar. Yeah. I pick up Omar at the parties and just, like, walk walk him around. You guys
1: look really good together. Thank you, so. we do. But Omar <clears throat> Omar has seen better days. He's getting a little aged.
0: Yeah, I mean just gotta take him to the to the salon, give him yeah. a bath, uh, use the loofah and whatnot, and yeah, just comb it <laughs> up a little bit and then you're good to go, you know?
1: So one of my thankful for small things mm-hmm. is when you put on a towel or blanket fresh out of the dryer.
0: Ooh, it's so warm, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love like that, that feeling.
1: Or... I'm getting back into reading. Mm-hmm. So I'd be thankful for novels and that people spend time writing them.
0: People will spend years working on novels. George R. R. Martin has been writing his novel for years now and he's still working on it.
1: It's like the Familia Sagrada in Barcelona. They have a cathedral that's like unfinished and they continue. Oh. Um, hopefully he finishes though.
0: So. Yeah, are they, are they not done with the cathedral?
1: No, and the architect passed away a long time ago
0: and uh, i want to say it's
1: goya no goya is a painter never mind it's not goya <laughs>
0: well people painting inside of cathedrals yeah. yeah so so how long was that cathedral on break and how long do you think they'll take to finish it
1: i don't think they stopped oh really yeah i think they've just been continuing going
0: for like years and years yeah. now
1: and i've i've heard from spanish cynics mm-hmm. that they're never going to finish
0: it is sort of a spectacle to see it Never
1: and the funding finished. is too good to, <laughs> to say um
0: because once its once it's completed people won't go to visit anymore it'll be like oh just another cathedral why not go to like Notre Dame or whatever
1: well now Notre Dame suffered the fire damage last yeah, year. Well, have you been have you been to France
0: i I went to Paris and uh the south of France for a May master in college so I was there for about a month and I did see it oh. on on that topic I think like there's something really cool about unfinished things it's kind mm-hmm. of like what did the original uh, creator want out of this. There's a, a symphony mm-hmm. um, called the Unfinished Symphony by I want to say Schubert, uh, which just never was never finished. You know, um, and it sounds really good, but it just like because it's sh- uh, a mov- a symphony is a multi movement work. You're always like wondering like how do you finish it exactly? Mm-hmm. It's meant to be one cohesive sort of image, uh, and when it's not done, it's like I don't know how he would have wrapped it up. The other one um, being, there I think in a cathedral as well. There's like, people were asking like, what is like the the slowest you can play music, and so oh. there's like this automatic organ in some cathedral somewhere in Europe
1: yeah. that
0: plays like one chord every couple of years.
1: Oh and my gosh!
0: Whenever like the chord is, is changes, people like gather from all around the world just to see this one chord change. Yeah. And, uh, and so yeah, I think it's just like really cool, like all the anticipation of unfinished things.
1: That's a really charming idea mm-hmm. that people would gather just to hear the chord change.
0: Right, because I don't know, it's just, this, it's, it's crazy. Like how often do you have an event that only occurs every like couple of decades or whatever, besides, mm-hmm. like, a, besides like a comet
1: yeah.
0: coming in, in orbit around the earth again or, or whatever? it's hard to conceptualize these like large gaps of time as a human who only lives 80 years on average, you know,
1: something else I wanted to bring up. I forgot to, that I'm grateful for is I feel like I'm learning how to set boundaries and tell people what I need, especially in a professional setting. So as an undergraduate, I was in this lab that was like very pushy and they'd be like, where are you? We need this done right now. Like blah, blah, like, You need to do the PCR starting at this time. And you'd be like, well, I have class. Like, you're asking me to start, like, a long process. And I just didn't feel comfortable saying, like, I'm a volunteer here. And it sounds silly, but, like, I even worked in a restaurant. And I would work, like, 12-hour shifts. And I would be afraid to ask the kitchen for food. And I'm, like, I was always pretty confident. I just didn't want to, like, bother them. Right. So I think now I'm starting to feel more comfortable saying, like, hello, I'm a person. And I do need a sandwich. Of course. <laughs> I can bring my own sandwich. Just give me <laughs> a break to eat it. Yeah. So, I think that's a skill that I'm really grateful for.
0: So, this is something that like, you're kind of like grateful that you have like developed yourself. Mhm. I definitely have trouble saying no sometimes cuz so I don't want to make people like yeah. disappointed or whatever, but ultimately like people will be like really chill about it, hopefully.
1: Yeah. The PI, PI that I just met with, I told him that I wanted to wait and see how much of a time commitment I could give him depending on my semester because I didn't want to overcommit myself which is something Nicola four years ago would have been like yes please let me do your research I can just not sleep and I'll be here 24 hours a week you know I think as you get older it's easier to say like you can recognize how many hours of productivity you have in a week or a day and how do you want to spend it
0: yeah um, there's also something to be said about like quality of the time that you put in rather than Mm -hmm. the amount of hours um i mean if you're working 12-hour shifts you're gonna get tired like you're not gonna be doing your best at the end of the shift uh so why not just like work for like a four-hour shift and do the best you can and put your all into it there's a recent i saw a video and it was about like the american education system And how American teachers on average are like teaching like one more hour than like teachers in Finland, Mm -hmm. but like the test grades in Finland are like so much higher than America. Mm -hmm. And that's because teachers get more time to themselves to like kind of uh, reflect on their teaching, to organize like lesson plans uh, or something else Mm -hmm. that, um, again, like increases the quality of the time they spend teaching rather than just the, the, the amount of time you're putting in, which is sort of a thing we need to do, you know, put your best into it and If you don't think you can put your all into some sort of work that you have been assigned, then you need to scale back a little bit and focus more on yourself and relax and do the best you can.
1: Yeah, I think the culture around work in America is slowly changing, Mm -hmm. at least in academia, where people are considering your emotional health more Mm -hmm. than ever before. But I don't know. I don't think there's the same pride in being like, I pulled an all-nighter.
0: If I have to pull an all-nighter now, nobody's going to be impressed and I'm just going to be sleepy. There's like (laughs) nothing good about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I ever really pulled an all-nighter.
0: What was the latest you've ever stayed up?
1: For studying? Sure. For studying? I had a couple times when I took gen chem that I was very (laughs) underprepared and I would study until like maybe 1 or 2 Mm a.m. And then go to sleep and then wake up to take the exam that would start at like 8 a.m. Definitely not the best strategy. Wouldn't I recommend? No, and one time I a bird actually pooped on me on my way to the exam, and I was like, "I know the exam's going to be so much worse." Because <laughs> this, this bird shit. Yeah, I was like, Dude. and then the
0: same bird came in during the exam and shat on your on your exam.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was, they were like, "This is the best exam you've ever done." <laughs> Um, no. smart burden. yeah it was not the best I think the biggest issue was I knew that if I had had more time or spent more time on the class I could have done better so it was frustrating yeah. just I was like frustrated with myself
0: and again you have to study smart not hard and
1: mm-hmm.
0: whatever the, is the best way to study for you if you can minimize the time but the quality of time increases that's all you need to do honestly um, anything else that you're grateful for small things Otherwise, you can just read off my list.
1: Oh, your list dumb.
0: Yeah, my, my phone went black. You spent so much time talking about yourself that the phone went black. The screen <laughs> went black. It's uh.
1: I'm thankful that Kevin will listen to me without a vengeance.
0: No, it's very interesting. I mean, I love listening to you, I think. I wish we had, like, known each other, like, in undergrad or a longer time.
1: Oh, Cause why we... do you say that? Because, like, we don't get to hang
0: out that much nowadays anyway, do we? Like, we're not in the same classes, mm-hmm. really, like. You yeah. kind of like have like your own life going on and everything and I yeah. have my own life. But if you ever want to cook together, I'm always down to like learn things. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I made this turmeric salmon yesterday. Mm. It, it's not very good.
1: Turmeric she, is a tough, tough spice. Because you is, don't want to yeah. use too much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I actually meal prep. So we could do like a Sunday afternoon meal prep.
0: That could be a thing, yeah.
1: And something else that's made meal prep better is Sarah and I have started both meal prepping mm. and then we give each other half.
0: Oh, yeah. It's it so interesting.
1: Yeah. You're not like eating seven days of tofu yeah, soup.
0: That's fine. I I don't know. I, whenever I like make meal prep food, I just eat through it all. Yeah. I'm usually pretty happy with it.
1: <laughs> we could also just cook for like one meal.
0: Yeah. No, we'll, we'll do it your way. We'll do it your no, way. No, I'm flexible. We'll do it your way. <laughs> I think
1: it's now your way.
0: What is what is the Burger King slogan? Have it your way. Have it your way. You see, I'm Burger King and I say. I'm Burger King,
1: and we're getting my way.
0: (laughs) I haven't eaten there in a while, but uh, that's another story. All right, you can choose one more.
1: Hmm. Mm Hmm. I was actually planning to do a long silence and then say, have non-awkward silences. Or people, you can have non-awkward silences. I I ruined it. (laughs) So instead, we'll put um, the Kroger membership card.
0: Oh, I just, uh, it's cool because it's free, Mm -hmm. right? You just say, I want a Kroger membership. And then you start getting money off your purchases. I'm saving like you know, $2 every single time I go to Kroger and that stacks up. And this is not just a Kroger thing. This is like an every place that gives you free membership sort of thing.
1: Okay. I have two comments on the membership. Mm -hmm. One, what if there was just no membership and everything was discounted?
0: Um, Well, then I wouldn't feel that appreciation that I saved money. I wouldn't feel good about myself.
1: Because I think it's a lie. Because everyone who shops at Kroger, like it's such a low percentage of people who don't have a membership.
0: Don't ruin this for me, Nicole.
1: <laughs> okay, and two, oh. my brother Lance, the DJ, yeah. shopped at or sorry, worked at Kroger for many years, so we got fifty percent off all Kroger brands. So I used to eat all Simple Truth organic food, Ooh. and the exchange was we could use his discount, but he got all the gas points. <laughs> <laughs>
0: DJ still trying to trying to save up on that gas,
1: and then he got a better job, and I was like, Lance,
0: that's not a better job.
1: No, later, like after Kroger. Yeah. yeah. And I no, I meant
0: like if you're downgrading from Kroger, you're not getting fifty percent off anymore.
1: Yeah, that's why I was like, I can't afford to eat organic anymore because of you getting a better job. (laughs)
0: Look,
1: you need to go back to the trenches. (laughs) So, do you
0: think there's a big difference? Can you like taste the difference between like organic? cilantro and regular cilantro
1: okay so what i've heard about buying organic is you're not you're not paying extra for what you're getting you're paying extra for what you're not getting so you're not getting the pesticides and all these other things i was also allergic to a lot of things when i was oh. little so i take a little more caution
0: well i actually like the taste of pesticides so
1: oh well it's you can get them at me. a discount
0: exactly right yeah
1: what yep. happens to me is i get my whole face swells up and I look like I've been beaten. Jesus. So. That's no good. Buying organic is cheaper than depleting my sick time. And Why? it
0: makes you look like a normal person, yeah. not under some sort of physical duress.
1: Yeah. It used to be so bad that I like wouldn't be able to see walking in the dark to my <laughs> parents' room. So they'd oh, hear no. me like hitting the walls looking for the door. I actually had a um, gel mask, like a mm-hmm. ice pack mask.
0: I heard those are pretty good.
1: I would suggest it. If you don't have that, you can put spoons, two spoons in your freezer and put them <laughs> under your eyes and it will cool down your dark circles.
0: Um, I'm learning a lot about eyes right now, actually. Why? My current rotation project is about like cataract surgery. Oh, okay. Um, so my, my boss, he got me this little book about eyes because I was like, what's well, a good reference? And he's like this book and it's called A Pupil's Guide to Ophthalmology. And like oh i love Word i play. love it. i love wordplay i'm very thankful for wordplay
1: i didn't know this about you well, i think
0: wordplay is just like a... no i i like it too oh yeah, yeah no i mean it's just it's it, whenever somebody throws it in there it just shows a little more uh, attention to detail like yeah. have you ever seen um bojack horseman
1: just a little bit
0: okay well sometimes there's this one character named princess carolyn she's the cat and she'll go on like this uh, this whole monologue in which everything is like an alliteration or uh, assonance. Um, oh. And it's very clever, makes a lot of sense, teaches me new words. I'm very grateful for that.
1: I think a new word for me is going to be assonance.
0: Assonance. Assonance is like alliteration but for vowels. Oh. So let me think of an example for you. Oats often... Odorize. Okay, this is bad because like I'm using the O starts every single word, but assonance should be like the vowels like within the words can also. Oh. So it'd be like cup and I don't want to say pup because that's like a rhyming duck? word. Yeah, like cup and duck for example. If you like have like the same like uh, over and over again. Huh. The duck with the cup uh, chucked the schlup out of the cup, I don't know, the mug. Muck. Well, I'll say mug because it doesn't rhyme and like it's still. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, see, this okay. is I can't come up with wordplay or assonance
1: like that. So you appreciate the cast. So the
0: people who can do it are like Ernst Hemingway. That's how good they are to me. That's yeah. how good of a writer they are to me. Yeah.
1: Who would be your favorite writer? My favorite writer? Oh,
0: geez. Um, thing is, I don't read like a lot of novels by the same mm-hmm. person. I'll say Jhumpa Lahiri, uh, Indian author. She wrote this this book called The Namesake uh, about like this immigrant story of like this kid, like this uh, Indian dude who grew up in America, and like his dad gave him a funny name, and he always like thought like I detest this name, and then he like learns the importance of it, and it's it's a whole thing.
1: Did your parents give you a funny name or just Kevin?
0: Do you think Kevin? Oh, a funny name as in like an ethnic name? Yeah, I didn't know you had two you names. Mean. My Chinese name is like Kaiwen. It's Which a... is it's just Kevin essentially.
1: Oh, Kywin, okay. Yeah, Kevin. Maybe I'll start calling you Kai Do You, you can. Mind?
0: I don't mind. And you can call Hank Kevin. And
1: I actually, my mixing up Hank to be called Kevin, goes so deep that I texted my friend who was at the party and said, "Hey, I saw you chatting up my boy Kevin." Jesus. <laughs> and she's like, "I talked to two different Kevins," and I was like, "Oh, I mean Hank." Yikes. And I was trying to be like, did you like him? Feel yeah. it out. All she said was, I really enjoyed talking to Kevin. And I don't know if she meant Hank.
0: Yeah, no, I'm confused. Yeah. Wait, who is your friend? I can edit this point Katie. out. Katie. I don't think I talked to a Katie.
1: She had like, she's like thin and she has like longish straight hair.
0: I talked to an Anna. That's all I Oh, that's,
1: that's Anna. Is Anna.
0: Well, that's I-
1: another way I mix up her name is I call her so... Anna. Anna. This is like a Midwestern A-N. Like aunt. I never grew up saying aunt. No.
0: Oh, you say aunt? Mm-hmm. I say aunt.
1: You say aunt. Yeah. When you say it, it doesn't sound... You still say it with like an element of respect. When people say like, I'm going to visit my Aunt Cheryl. Aunt. It just sounds like the like... It's
0: because, you know, um, my last name. How do you pronounce my last name?
1: I realized on the way here, I don't know your last name.
0: Oh, it's Yang okay it's technically pronounced yang yang it's easier for people to say yang because that's how they assume it to be but when it just sounds so nasally and there's nothing like that oh, nasally in the chinese yang. language yeah yeah so maybe i'm cognizant of that and try to not impose it onto other words with similar sounds yeah. so now yeah you learned my last name and how to pronounce it correctly
1: and where you live
0: and where I live, <laughs> again, we can cook. Well, my kitchen is small. I don't think you want to cook here, but
1: my kitchen doesn't have a dishwasher.
0: I don't ever use my dishwasher.
1: Okay, we can cook at my place. It's right, big. Cool. It's big enough. It's yeah, just, yeah. You perfect. have to wash everything.
0: That's fine. I actually like washing dishes. I kind of grew up washing dishes, so
1: oh yeah. That's we, we grew up fighting about unloading the dishwasher.
0: Ah, uh, we're
1: very lazy.
0: Um, in Asian households, we don't use this. Maybe like over. Too overarching, but the common practice is that nobody actually uses the dishwasher to wash dishes. Mm-hmm. You use it to uh, store dishes when like the the cabinets are too full. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a waste of water. We say, actually, it's probably better to use the dishwasher than washing it by hand. But don't tell Asian moms that.
1: Oh, yeah. I won't.
0: Never told them that.
1: I, after a certain age, started hand washing the dishes. And then also putting them in the dishwasher and then running the dishwasher. Oh, yeah, That sounds
0: a little excessive. It's
1: too much wasted water. Yeah, yeah. So I really leaned relaxed. My At least
0: they're very sterile afterwards, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're almost on that uh, one hour mark. Uh, you may be surprised or maybe not surprised. Our conversation just goes back and forth, back and forth. It feels like it's been 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything you want to say to the lovely audience before you head out?
1: I want to talk about The Fires in Australia. Oh, of course. I listened to a great podcast today by The Daily, which is a podcast by New York Times. And the only thing is, I want to know how I could possibly help from my little home in Michigan. And I don't know how to help. But I do implore everyone to learn more about the fires that are happening. And then maybe together we can find at least somewhere that is a good donation we can donate to. Or... We can all blow off our summer research and help out in Australia.
0: Um, I can look into maybe some places that you can donate to. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: at the very least, I mean, it's like $10 out of your pocket. Like, and this is a whole continent that's on fire. And yeah. it's terrifying. I mean, we're losing flora and fauna. And I mean, my girlfriend, she's in Australia right now, in Sydney. Oh. So she's in the city, like, away from the fires technically. Yeah. But, like, she gets smoky days. Mm-hmm. And they had, had to issue everybody face masks. Like, because the air pollution is that bad.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so, yeah, it's it's causing a lot of distress everywhere within the country. Um, so after this, I'm gonna go donate.
1: I haven't, found, I haven't looked into donating. I just listened to the podcast yeah. like today.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's plenty of places to donate, and hopefully, yeah. all the money goes over there. Um, it's important to be grateful for everybody around the world, and I'm sure they'd be grateful if we could help out however we can. Yeah. And on that note. See y'all. It's been super fun, Nicole.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: No problem. And how do I end this podcast?